0: a bunch of witty bitches. Play, papa. Uh, i have a quip. you have a, quip.
1: You have a, quip. You have a quip.
2: It's just cadows. be pepe, pepe, pepe.
1: This this already feels really nice. It's just already from the It's start. so nice and different. This is so, so nice and fresh.
2: It's a, it's just a different know?
1: texture entirely. It's like we finally washed the shirt, you know? And you're like, <laughs> oh, this is what it's supposed to feel and smell like. You're supposed to wash these? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, uh, to a very special episode. A first of its kind. Really is a first of its kind. Of a witty banter, a night without chase. This is... Yeah. So strange. We almost got him back. Yeah. Because originally this is planned. This was like set up. He you know, he went out of town to do adult business stuff. Yeah. And he said, Here you go, little baby boys. <laughs> this is your time to to shine, to be give on me, your own. Give me, give me, give me. And we were so anxious to jump at the opportunity and we wanted it to be so structured and you know, have this whole formula. Mm-hmm. But then he well, some things happened. Real world life stuff happened. You yeah. Know, we dude. couldn't record on the night that we wanted to. <laughs> because you are busy working a uh, 47 hour day which was <laughs> it's not far from the truth yeah, sadly um, enough. which sucks dude like i don't like you have literally not stopped working sense like we, like this is this was the scenario that was going to be last night and we were like no that would be this is yeah. too ridiculous let's <laughs> yeah. record past 12 no we it's a thursday you yeah. know like we have stuff to do and then it's just the next day like that's actually what's gonna yeah to no happen. it's gonna have to be this that's one gonna then.
2: have to be out as so. yeah I,
1: like, I, yeah i appreciate you you, you know you gotta through.
2: you gotta you gotta make sure that you make time for the things that keep you sane you know yeah, absolutely because if you don't and you just and you just plop into bed at the end of it all. You're, it's just so what, worthless. What is life? It, it's at nothing. That point. I will tell
1: tell you what that feels like. <laughs> it feels like utter emptiness. <laughs> 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 That's real deep. Uh, and We're probably going to get pretty deep on this episode. It's not really a very traditional formula to this episode. I think this is going to be a little bit more of a relaxed session. And I think the whole subject of this episode is going to be something that has kind of bonded you and me closer own, than we
2: closer than we could have ever dreamed.
1: Like that's our,
2: it's our thing. You know what I mean? I'll, Out I'll, of the I'll group, attest to that. It's our
1: thing, you know, cause everybody, you have a group of friends and if it's like a, like a tight knit group of friends, you can like, Pick and match pairs. Mm-hmm. And there's like something that, like you know, connects that. Like, oh, those two, you know, they were fucking, they used to bike down to Old, <laughs> old Man River's house <laughs> yeah. back in eighth grade. You know, they have a history with this. Like, those guys, oh, no, those are the fucking, you know, Philly Cheesesteak Boys. They've had like <laughs> 10, they've had all the Philly Cheesesteak <laughs> Boys around. It's their favorite those thing. Those boys like to poop their pants. Yeah, a lot, yeah. those so. are the the pants poopers <laughs> over there, man. that's But for ours, uh, other than pooping pants, it is anime, man. Yeah. We have really. Like opened up our friendship a lot through anime. Yeah, right? and it's, it's been it's
2: been a very cool uh, medium with which to express ideas and talk about our influences and uh, and and you know just to to uh, get creative and to I mean we we have a, a project that we're working on yeah, with anime yes. almost over a year now I think that oh. we've been doing that which and is kind of cool. It's been nourished,
1: you know, like it wasn't like. We fed the idea, yeah, and then we did stuff with it, and then we're like growing the project. Like I feel more secure about it than I did a year ago. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel a lot more like, "Damn, this is something really fucking cool." Substantial. Yeah, I mean, you
2: said a cool medium, like anime is a very fucking cool medium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and and it's funny too because you're the one that is uh, quick to jump on the idea that it's not. It's not like you're just like. An anime fanboy oh right oh that's i mean you're already jumping ahead now. <laughs> i'm sorry i don't want to jump ahead. you know before we go crazy
1: here it's still at its core witty banter yeah we got to keep it true to the set. you sod. gotta keep some people are already shaken up yeah right now like wait what like, is I'm, this i've only heard two beeps i'm freaking <laughs> out uh this already sounds too cool where's that <laughs> awkward feeling in the group you know they're already thrown off so but we are you know holding down some staple of the show and we do have a beer here. We do. Uh a very cool beer actually. Uh the Black Wit. Oh. Yes. Which is a play there's actually a spider called the Black Widow. Yeah, um, no, yeah, it's it's Not a lot of people know that. It's
2: uncommon. Yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. But
1: can you tell us a little bit about this beer?
2: So this is from No Label Brewing, which uh I believe... very cool brewery. I'm yeah, trying to think, is it an only. Austin or is it a Houston one? I think it might be Austin, because I, I remember Chase getting a, getting a nice hefty stout there one time and, and <laughs> sending a picture a about stout, it, like, I'm getting know? back into stouts. It's like, uh, cool, man. <laughs> uh, so this is the Black Widow, and it is 7.2% alcohol by volume. Not bad for... 62 an IBUs, and uh, it's a little blurb on the website it is a seasonal brew and it says a very different dark wheat ale this beer is brewed with a touch of star anise at the end of the boil giving it a clean smooth finish with a hint of licorice damn so are you a licorice guy is anybody a licorice guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me affirm that, too.
1: <laughs> yes, have, you just, have Some you people ever had are. Them? Some people totally like licorice. you got to be like an 89-year-old woman <laughs> to fucking love licorice, dude. Like, what? I mean, I felt the in? same
2: way about, like, Tootsie Rolls. Like, some people love Tootsie yeah. Rolls. I never got it. There's
1: some kind of thing. Oh. Live
2: on the show. What? Should we just, what do you think? Yeah. Should we take it? Let's take it. Let's, Let's take, take it. it, it. In. Take it in. Somebody's calling
0: in on our show. <laughs> hey. Bed up. bep Wait, no. I thought this was me coming in. Oh, it totally is. Well, yeah, just, I the... see. It's a call and response kind of thing with the beeps. That's a, a beep
1: Well, it was fun while it lasted. You know. <laughs> I, I had a great seven minutes, Hunter.
2: Yeah, no. High five!
1: Yeah, that was good. I think for seven we, minutes. It was good because it's like you know we're not getting too ahead of ourselves. You know
2: we're not just like Chase is just reeling it back in. He has to be I, on every episode. Yeah, he has. He's to relentlessly be, which there. Which is good. Because the worst part,
0: honestly, the worst yeah. part is we thought that this was going to be the episode for you two, and <laughs> yeah. I was ready for that as well. I was very excited for it, mm-hmm. but I had to come crash the party. But I'm pretty sure next week I'm not going to be able to be on for sure. It ain't happening. Oh, cool.
2: Oh, we'll so, a, so we might have to double uh, it to fourteen yeah, yeah. minutes. Whoa, dude. <laughs> okay,
1: well, Jace, welcome.
0: Thank you. Yes,
1: I hope you had a, a great time uh, when out of town
0: in San Diego. No, it was stressful as shit. Yeah. really? California yeah, I had, I had like fucking two specific. days to get a lease signed, man, and that is I, I saw brutal. like I think I saw nine properties in sixteen hours. It was ridiculous, man.
1: man. It's it's quite
0: the tour. I'm glad it's over with, but yeah, I guess uh, we yeah. So if if you are if you're not on Twitter and you're a fan of this show, I'm moving to San Diego just to catch up to speed. To San Diego, San Diego, yes, sir. That's but
2: this this uh, banner train's gonna keep on rolling. Oh, nothing's gonna
0: stop. Okay, this gonna be real easy.
2: (laughs) It's it's proven. You're just going to be in a different place now. It's great.
0: So, Hunter, (laughs) are you in that, like, rare stratosphere of delusional humor where, like, everything's going to fucking kick it up to 11 and it's going to be hilarious? Because you're running on, like, no sleep. Well, we'll we'll see.
2: Uh, I was thinking about, like, the level of tiredness that I'm at as being, like, when your eyes start sinking into your skull and you're, like, and you're just, like, you're you're just (laughs) trying to hold them open, like, while you're driving home and shit. and. (laughs) That but, sounds but... <laughs> real safe. Oh my god, yeah. How often does
1: this has happened to you? I'm
2: so sorry. And no, never. I've never I've never, never. I've never Just worked. What I've, read. I've never worked like I I will legitimately say I'm pretty sure I'm in the 70s this week. and after 4 days, which is like I, I never thought I would actually hit that spot. But Max, hmm. what's
0: uh what's what's the deepest paycheck you ever did like at Hubble and Hudson?
1: Well, like solo? I mean not terribly long on one job, but there was like a hot moment when I had two jobs, Yeah, which was where I worked essentially like 6am and I opened a coffee bar and then I left that coffee bar at two o'clock and went to my other job at three and then closed like waiting tables there. I wonder
2: if that's like more or less, uh, no taxing on your, on your, it's way less
1: taxing. Cause I've worked like an all day shift at one place. Yeah. And it just feels like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's horrible. You the I've smell done, is getting to you, is getting into your skin. But
0: two places,
1: yeah, you, it's like a refresher. Yeah. You walk in, Half you time. might as well be so you know, it's barely working at that point. So <laughs> it's it's not as bad, trust me.
0: I've never had a stint like Hunter's doing right now, which is just unbelievable. But I've done like a I've done a twenty hour session at the last job I was at, and then a, on one particular paycheck at and Hudson, I had hundred and ten hours. Oh
1: jeez! Over one hours- week, oh, just, at over, one, it's just on one
0: h- on one week,
1: yeah. When you were working salary, that's outrageous. I mean, not salary, but working like wage. Uh huh. Like, yeah, you were working like the sandwichy bars or like something else in there. That's yeah, that's
2: awesome. That's crazy, yeah. man. I haven't gotten to 110 hours, I don't think, in a week before. But I'm probably and this was a seven. And this was a
0: seven day week, by the way.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That, that's that's I was, unbelievable. <laughs> I was joking with Max too, because I'm like, I'm literally. I I think I had. I've gone about 40 hours without sleep at this point. That's and so unhealthy. <laughs> it's, and, and but it makes like, for great TV, and then like, great podcast. As I'm like ending the day and we're like kind of getting the show together, like, oh, okay, we'll make it happen. We'll go do it. My band's like, so we're practicing tomorrow, right? right? And I'm like having to drive up to Austin and shit. I, <laughs> Dude, I don't you know if to, I'm going to be yeah, able to make it should, happen. <laughs> you should legitimately
0: make sure that you sleep at, as long as you possibly can before yeah, even I'm, thinking about that kind of stuff.
2: Uh, I agree. I'm
0: gonna or try and make it happen.
1: But we we'll extend see. this experiment as far as possible. Yeah, and let's you just, just go all see night. How far you can fucking go? How
2: long can we <laughs> make the podcast? Right. But Chase, we introduced the beers. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the Black Widow, no label, no label. that's an Austin brewery? Yeah, right? we were deciding that. I don't know. Fuck! I thought Dude. you went there.
0: Yeah,
1: Hunter was over here. Like Chase knows all about no label. Chase is. I, th- a I no
2: thought label I remember guy. you like going to no label. Maybe, no, maybe it was a different one. I've definitely never. I've
0: definitely never been there. That's for sure. I don't know if it's an Austin brewery though.
2: I think No Label might actually be a Houston brewery. Um, but, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Whoops, that was me that went
2: to No Label. <laughs> I correct myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 7.2 percent alcohol by volume, uh, 62 IBUs, and uh, it's a dark wheat ale. Yeah. And the, and then. The kick that they noted at the end of it was it's it's going to have a little bit of licorice taste. And we asked.
1: Well, yeah, hold on, Chase. How do you feel about licorice? I hate licorice. <laughs> okay, well, I, no, but, no, no, no. It I hate black licorice. 100% everybody I've three ever met three, or yeah. anybody that's ever met anybody ever <laughs> has always said, other than 89 year old women, I think is what I said before.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 everybody Or Germans, hates or Germans yeah. The Germans like licorice? Yeah, There's the, there's like these salted black licorice candies that are like distinctly German that are disgusting.
1: People like to kid themselves and be like, I eat Twizzlers all the time. And you're like, that's not, that's not licorice. It's just you, you're you pretending. Is it like not? When I think
2: of licorice, licorice, I think of Twizzlers.
1: Twizzlers are in a different realm.
0: I mean, I'm licorice. sure there's black licorice Twizzlers, but licorice at its very, like, at its fucking Deepest inception <laughs> is black licorice and not red or cherry or anything yeah, like that. Cherry flavored Dude, that
2: stick. Flavored down bull crap. Oh. But well, baloney. I'm
0: glad that I could, you know, only have one missed episode potentially in the coming week instead of two. I'm glad I could crash y'all's party. I'm yeah, good. I gotta admit, I gotta admit, I was looking forward for the the the, the duo over there. So yeah, I feel I feel almost a little year. guilty for being on the show today.
2: Hey man. Hey, you get a full seven minutes without you. You get to listen to. Obviously. Yeah, it's gonna dude. be it's gonna be nice. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be really. We just good. dogged you the whole time. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, yeah, kind of, yeah, actually just don't, ignore don't have the first seven minutes.
0: We didn't record anything, it. it's no big deal. You don't <laughs> have to uh,
1: listen to it. Anyway, so if you don't already know, Chase, this is a very special episode of Woody Banter. Um, it's <laughs> themed around one of my favorite things of all time, which is anime. And I believe Hunter would say the same. Yeah. Now what's interesting is I think you also like anime, Chase. Sure. Sure, I think Kinda. I think
2: Chase casually delves. I think he, he places his toes and then trickles them around. But I've never seen I've never seen you deep dive outside of Dragon Ball Z, or Dragon. Yeah, I
0: mean I've seen every episode of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT. And sorry about that. Last I've seen line. Full Metal Alchemist. That that works. And and oh yeah, I've for sure. And I've seen uh, some Studio Ghibli. And I've started. Like, I watched, like, four episodes of Death Note and, like, four episodes of Attack on Titan, but, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, that's 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 about my, my history that I can think of on the spot. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's good. Well, I think me and Hunter have dove into those same shows for the most part, as well as a few other things. Yep. Um, it's going to be a little bit more of a relaxed format this time around, but to kind of kick off the day, I just kind of wanted to ask how we all got into anime. Like, what was our first exposure?
2: I mean, I have to say Toonami,
1: right? I mean... I think that a lot of people our age would 100% say that Toonami is what got them into
2: Like, anime. I feel like without Toonami, it's totally plausible that I would have gotten into it at some point, but that definitely, like, ushered me in. I was like, this is cool. I want to go watch Dragon Ball Z. This yeah. is sick. And then there's, you know, you there'd be, like... uh shows that are on a little bit before a little bit after that you're like okay well i got some time i'm gonna yeah, watch those and yeah. then that that's gets that's
1: always it. how it works you yeah. know? then you it gets a little late night on like a saturday night and some of the weird anime shows are coming on <laughs> and you just start diving into some of those yeah so was it dbz that you really like stuck to on toonami like what else was really on toonami that really like because what like let's think of what toonami anime really is what is okay.
2: uh, what is well, how would we how would we characterize what that is
1: I think Tsunami anime would be Dragon Ball Z, right? Is it's it like a westernized feel essentially? Less L- more palatable. And I've noticed this about all the Tsunami animes is that they went through and they kind of found like all of the best animes that had great dubs. Yeah. You know, cuz I feel like nowadays finding a new anime that has a great dub, English dub that is, mm-hmm. is like they don't exist. It's tough. They aren't yeah. they aren't there. Yeah. For some reason some hot pocket in like 1988, <laughs> or 1988, 1998, or like maybe the early 2000s. yeah, Right? It was when they started dubbing some of these animes, and they just got like some really solid people on there. Yeah. Right? And it was mostly Funimation, of course, does a great job. They did things like Dragon Ball. Here in Ball Z. Texas. Yeah, they are. Fort Worth. Kick ass. Texas. Right. Texas. And uh, of course, Bandai as well mm-hmm. was, very, was responsible for like some of the best fucking dubbed anime, like. Cowboy Bebop. I
2: honestly like wish that. I knew more about, like, the production behind animes. Like, I don't really know anything For about, a like, sense, the I companies, mean. about the, I don't know a whole lot about the voice actors and the directors and stuff. I remember we I feel like I'm about... just a strict consumer, and then I'm like, dup, dup, and then I just go away. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we always talked about like faking it, like we were like two
1: young college students, and we wanted to go like try to intern at Funimation over here, or go yeah. try to be like, can you just, like show us around the place? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to like it's for our research paper that we got to write, and to see if those let us in and like take part. <laughs> Tell me all of going your secrets, on. and uh, exactly. it's gonna go my research paper. So, <laughs> well, I mean, Toonami was obviously a big poll for a lot of people here, but one that I think is really overlooked is to what got Americans into anime. At least for me, because mm-hmm. my first exposure to anime didn't come from *Tsunami*. Actually, mm-hmm. came from uh, this like antique store called Blockbuster.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen them
1: before. Yeah. But when I was a kid, uh, I played. You know, like my, you know, like my first exposure into maybe Japanese culture in that sense, mm-hmm. like that style of Japanese entertainment is with the video games. Yeah. Is that I would play. Video games that were produced by Japanese companies and things like that, and uh, one of my favorite com- or one of my favorite games uh, was Dynasty Warriors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and I loved that game. I fucking did nothing but play that game for a really long time. And I went to – and, you know, there's obviously other games like Final Fantasy and things that really got me into it. But I think once Final Fantasy X and stuff came around, I'd already kind of been exposed to anime for the most part. But I went to Blockbuster, and I would always look at all of the DVD covers that they have, or mm-hmm. the, uh, maybe VHS covers at, the, yeah. at that time, right? <laughs> and they were just all so fucking – the art on the front of them were just, was just so appealing and cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing, like, Ninja Scroll. Yeah, Uh, that cover. That movie, was fucking dope, dude. Yeah, that movie is fucking dope, man. (laughs) You're right, dude. Uh, Dude, dude. (laughs) And um, just seeing all these fucking really awesome anime titles that I think I didn't even appreciate at that time, because one of the first animes that I ever saw Mm -hmm.
2: was actually Berserk. See, that was like one of the most recent ones I've seen.
1: Yeah, and I think it's funny because it's one of the more, I mean, not like recent that I've appreciated, but I didn't appreciate that show until later on in life. You know, I watched that show. I remember watching that show when I was a kid and being just like, oh, like the first opening scene when he has the fucking giant sword and he's already the black swordsman. (laughs) And it says all that. And I'm like, well, this is going to be the tightest ride of my life. (laughs) Right? This is fucking awesome. You know? But... You know, then it kind of like divulges into this other more like deep and emotional story. Yeah. You know, and like the action becomes, you know, like here and there. Yeah, kind of second you know? hand. Second hand, you know, it was like a second hand aspect of the show. And as a kid, and especially with all of the like, you know, weirder elements to that show, I didn't understand. And it kind of like turned me off a lot. Yeah. Right. But I just thought it was funny that like Berserk may have been one of the first animes i would ever seen, but it's definitely not one of the first animes i ever appreciated.
2: Yeah, play, you know. Well, it's definitely like after I watched it, it became one of my favorites. Just because it does have a cool it does have a cool story that's like I think it has layers of depth that you would have to watch it mm. like several times in order to really kind of you'll always go back and be like, "Oh yeah, learning new stuff about it." But dude, my favorite shit is that he just has like the biggest fucking sword. He has a sword that's bigger than he is. Yeah. And he has like these monologues after he just like battles like 300 people or something and he's like it has been proven that as long as i wield this sword (laughs) i can be unstoppable i'm just like dude that just gets me going i want to fucking own a sword like
0: that i always liked how in japanese stories or at least in just asian influence stories that i you know i don't have much depth in the culture behind it but it seems to me that with the samurai Tradition and how important the katana was and their swords were and having yep. them by their side that that is manifested in, in the fiction now as like the most ridiculous weapons and like you're like the sword that is so massive and can only be wielded by one person like I I think that shit is super cool. and I like seeing those <laughs> those through lines of, of history to now the fiction entertainment of what it is now.
1: Yeah,
2: we all need to get a katana sword one day. Would you be down? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Start slicing pumpkins up, uh, dude. Unfortunately, I feel like having a katana sword in your house is definitely associated with you being like
2: a huge nerd.
1: Or <laughs> 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 just being a big douche of some sort. You know what I mean? Like I feel but like I said that
2: was my number one zombie killing is thing, it a I think. Katana?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe the perfect katana would work really well. Hattori Onzu.
0: Dude, that guy's a Neo. Hittori Hanzo? Hanzo? Yeah, he's in the game Neo. That's
2: dude. Awesome. do you know he's also in uh, Witcher Three? Really? He's a blacksmith. That's awesome. He's like he's like the master blacksmith. He's an elf. It's crazy. So this guy, wait,
1: is he? He's a, a real dude. He's a historical. Yeah, I was gonna figure. say, wait,
2: what? <laughs> Hittori, Hittori Hanzo's a real. Uh, he's person. a historical figure, a right? Yeah,
0: he's a historical figure.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. I just thought I thought that was a Quentin T- uh, Tarantinoism.
0: Nah, he he's he's doing a throwback to the dude.
2: Damn, I'll have to do some research. That sounds awesome.
0: By the way, if you didn't know, this is witty banter. I'm sorry, Max. I had to get it in there, man.
1: Oh yeah, see, we let you on the show. I can't let you. Coast,
0: <laughs> I can't let you coast through it like that, man. I, as someone who who birthed this show, I can't let it. I can't let it slide. You can't let it slide you
2: saying I didn't birth this show, Chase? I said it was
0: one of the... It takes two people to birth something, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. It takes two
2: two people
1: to create. Not necessarily two people to birth. Um, (laughs) uh, On that note, I do want to kind of bring up a little bit of anime news. And it's good, because I think, Chase, you can actually pitch in on it a little bit. And I wanted to kind of spark a conversation about it. Okay. But the new... Like teaser trailer for Full Metal Alchemist is coming out. Mm-hmm. Right? The live action. Yep. Which I think when I heard about there being a live action Full Metal Alchemist, I was like, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. like that's like just doable. You know what I mean?
2: I'm just so skeptical of anything live action, anything. You know.
1: Has there been a good live action anime? Anything?
2: Would you all say so?
0: I would say. You mean besides Dragon Ball Evolution? Yeah. <laughs> well.
2: Yes. Other than that,
1: <laughs> clearly, yeah, I would say that the Death Note movie was it was
2: pretty good. It wasn't like the what movie, the Death Note movie. See, I still haven't seen it, so check it out. But it's not. I mean, that's not even like an action movie. Like that's just a cool plot. It I can totally plot. see that. That's being... a very
1: doable plot. Yeah, for it's a, live a very movie. yeah. So yeah, but when I saw the teaser trailer for Full Metal Alchemist, I just like from the way that it was teased. And I'm just not sure if this is like a bad thing for me to say, right? Okay. Say it. Right? You gotta but do it. Like for as much hubbaloo that there is about the character that Scarlett Johansson is playing not mm-hmm. being Asian, do you not look at an Asian character with bright blonde hair playing in like a Neo Germany? <laughs> Yeah. Trying to be German, but nobody would dare say like where (laughs) are the white people? Where are the white people? (laughs) Where are all the white people? (laughs) But it's funny because I think that when you see like the teaser, even the way that they shoot everything, like everything is from behind Ed's head for the most part. And they like almost try to like hide it for a really long time, even throughout the teaser. But I just thought that was kind of like funny in a sense. Yeah. To where would you do you think that you could watch this and feel like you were taken out of it because
2: of that? Like seeing, like you're you're saying seeing uh, somebody in that sort of circumstance where it's like, like a, a clearly Asian guy with like blonde hair in Germany or something. Yeah, right. I, no, I don't think I would ever think. Of, I don't ever think I would think that. I don't know. Like you I like never... to think that I see clear, but yeah. But I mean, if it's if it's like super. Strange and he has a weird ass wig on and you know I mean like I feel like you can make it natural or you can make it goofy and strange so I don't know I mean it's just how you how you portray it but I don't I don't really I really don't think about race that much I don't think so yeah no I just thought
1: it was funny because I think so many people like wanted to throw up at the idea of Scarlett Johansson being the main character of Ghost in the Shell
0: I think some of that was deserved man yeah I really do I mean I think when you look at Any sort of animated or drawn cartoon, the less lifelike it becomes, the more the person who is watching or viewing it or reading it can project their own either self onto it or just their own version of the character into it. Yeah. And in fact, I took a um, graphic novel course at the end of college because I it was senior year and I didn't have to really do anything else, right? And one of the conversations I got um, into with this guy who was Korean was talking about the nature of how um, like racially ambiguous anime characters are and yeah. how that sort of adds to some of the appeal to anime as a art form is that yeah. they don't they don't really look particularly Asian or they don't really look particularly Anglo. They just look anime right yeah yeah and so when you have that base point and then you do have a um, you do have ghost in the shell which I have no history with whatsoever um, coming out with just you know a like one of the biggest western um, movie stars there is I can I can at least empathize with the fan base at why they would be upset with that you know right but not the other way around what and what's the other way around that like you would
1: be upset that Full Metal Alchemist was portraying something like as upsetting.
0: I think if Full you, Adam, Full Metal Alchemist is like incredibly Asian, though. Like when I watched it, I mean, just the the armor sets that they had and the um, visual influence, like the style of it all, it seemed as Japanese or as Asian to me as the next thing. Like outside ev- of it being anime. What do
1: you what? Like, outside of it being anime, like, what part about it did you feel was so Asian?
0: Like, the armor sets and the names of characters and the, like, the clothes that they wore and things like that, it seemed the names very... names
1: of
2: characters reminded you of being Asian? I haven't seen it, so I can't take part in this part. Yeah, I mean, they there's,
0: like, a, there's, like a yeah. there's a large cast of characters outside of the main characters, and yeah. they had, at least as far as I can remember, it's been, like, four years since I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it 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 didn't feel german to me like as really? much as um attack on titan like attack on titan is extremely german yeah, all yeah, of yeah. the names are like bauer and and they're all incredibly german whereas in uh, full metal alchemist it definitely has that like european medieval art aesthetic to it but there's so much Asian influenced um, art that i see adopt the same thing and a great example is dark souls right yeah. like dark souls is extremely um, english and medieval but i don't really think of it as a western property you know
1: i don't think of dark souls as a western
2: property either exactly cause... cool yeah well, I, don't know. I, I, was... I would if i was uh, i don't again i don't know anything about ghost in the shell either i think like when i when I see a, a live-action movie, I don't want to recognize the there person playing yeah. the role. And yeah. Scarlett Johansson's like one of the most recognizable people there is. It's like George Clooney playing Goku or something. It's like why <laughs> would you? Why would you choose to do that? I, I feel I feel like I would just want to cast somebody who's like, like I'm sure Jar- Scarlett Johansson's a badass. You know, like she she's. She's proven in her black or her uh, widow or whatever her widow. role is in The Avengers. She's not uh, even black. She, she can do all that stuff. but, uh, but I would just be like, I just I like watching um, you know sort of sp- not spur of the moment, but just fresh takes on shows. If you're gonna go live action, I would like to see it casted <clears throat> with people who are unique and fresh. Uh, personas kind of there's nothing better
1: than like getting to know a character before an actor or an actress, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. And I think, I mean, a lot of like characters like that for me would be like, um, like the bad guy from No Country for Old Men.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: that guy's name, sugar, or whatever. I knew the character before I knew that actor,
2: right? Yeah, and that was a very rare experience and very cool. Yeah, I think I. I that's it's It's interesting how like some act some actors just get to be known because they're they have a thing they have a certain thing mm. that 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 they're recognizable by, and then other people just have like Daniel Ratcliffe will always be Harry Potter, you know
1: I was going to say you also run the risk of being that character for the rest of your life, yeah <laughs> which can be powerful for you know entertainment history but not very powerful for the person themselves
2: <laughs> i don't know i mean would it be how would y'all feel if you were in your youth and you got to have <laughs> some kick-ass role but then for the rest of your life that's how you know do you like do you feel like that would really be a, a burden at the end of the day would you would you consider that to be like a tough thing to have to to uh deal with everyone always always looking at you as that instead of just being Daniel Radcliffe or yeah, whoever. I think,
1: I think if anybody looked at me as anything for the rest of my life as just one thing, I would be irritated at some point.
2: Yeah. Right? Was? Well, I think that's I mean, how I mean. It maybe is. not. I mean, maybe.
1: I mean, how, how
0: would you yeah. feel, Hunter, if you went and every show you played, they only wanted to hear one song?
2: I think that would be annoying, but at least they want to hear a song. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. shit. It'd be a great start. Jeez, <laughs> I'll, I'll start with that and then we'll move on, you know? Right. I'd be like, you know, I'll take anything I can get when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't. I want to say that I'm desperate, but I, you know, I if if somebody acknowledges you, they think that you did a great thing and you've ingrained yourself into their into their memory so uh, forcefully and, and, and in such a recognizable way. I don't know. I th- I think it would be tough. I would definitely get tired of it, but I would I would try and play it up too. I would I would definitely like get the benefits of those as well. <laughs>
1: Like how irritated do you think Vanilla Ice is by now? Yeah, <laughs> having to probably sing Ice Ice Baby everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's gotta
2: um, be cool. Um, so I kind of have a little bit of news too, but it's Where's short. It? That's good. It's um, uh, and it's also anime related, and it's off IGN, and it was a couple days ago. But basically, it says Crunchyroll reveals the most binge binge watched anime of 2016.
1: Can I guess what it is?
2: Yes, you can. Chase, you want to guess as well? Yeah, I got
1: a guess for you. I want to guess... Well, you go first.
0: <laughs> uh, Yuri
1: on Ice. I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, I to, sorry, I thought you were an anime fan.
1: Yeah, I thought so too, apparently. <laughs> is it JoJo's Bizarre Adventure?
2: Those are both good uh, good, good, guesses. Damn. Yuri on Ice is one of the uh, like recognized ones on here. Uh, I think it's like the most likely to be watched within an hour of release series or something like that. Whenever a new Dang. episode comes out, most likely to be watched. The most binge watched is Dragon Ball Super. Nice. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what was your? What would? You, what'd you say your guess was? I'm not really seeing the JoJo one on here. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's been really like.
0: I guess I just got my it. finger on the pulse. Oh. Right. They they do have it on here. Most oh, most rewatched oh, who's most polls? rewatched.
2: <laughs> most rewatched. They also have Sailor Moon Crystal Season Three.
1: Which I'll just throw in there real quick. I've heard nothing but good things about
2: it. Have you uh, would y'all watch Sailor Moon? I mean What's wrong with I don't Sailor know Moon? what it is really. I just feel like it I would just be know like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm it's just saying like, like it's it's definitely the one of the more recognizable like Everyone knows what that is, kind of, but I don't know anything about the plot. Isn't it just like a schoolgirl that has some magic powers? And
1: Look, I'm going to look you dead in the eyes, and I'm <laughs> going to tell you, I have no idea what this show is about. Okay. All I know is that... I'm just curious. Is, yeah, Like a cat. Like-
0: <laughs> Isn't that why they call you Whiskers? That's why they call them whiskers. <laughs> yeah, I
1: call you Whiskers. Yeah, I have no idea what the plot to Sailor Moon was about, but I've heard nothing but good things about Crystal. Which I'm glad you brought up Crunchyroll because, at the end of all this, all I like, I really need to get back onto my anime game, and I'm very strongly
2: considering getting a uh, subscription to Crunchyroll. And uh, just like a little bit extra about this article, it says uh, Crunchyroll just recently celebrated a major milestone as the streaming site for anime and manga surpassed one million paid subscribers. The company also announced. It will host its very own convention called Crunchyroll Expo this August, and nice. bring various anime movies and shows to theaters starting this April. Cool. So it sounds like they're getting their their legs under them as far as uh, getting a nice solid user base. That's the only really like anime streaming site that I know of, really, outside of just like just going to random places and being like, I don't want to pay here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is pretty easy. <laughs> <YouTube>. <laughs> Which now that I think I about mean, is, uh, you know, that's how I watch Berserk, dude. Watched it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Why not?
1: There's a lot of things. I watched all of. I rewatched all of Gundam Wing, like on a legitimate, on Bandai's channel. Yeah. On
2: YouTube, like I was like, thank you. That was, <laughs> that was actually really. Tight. Every once in a while, dude, if you do some digging, you'll have somebody that just put up uh, like five days ago, just like HD. Dude. Fucking the best yeah. stream. And you're like because they because they go, they go down the real best. quick, so
1: you gotta be like, oh, sick. This you put them up like four <laughs> days ago. I can get on top of this. <laughs> Not that I don't like. I you know I feel like I should support any new anime that I watch. But it's funny you brought that up because when I rewatched Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. in its entirety, like
2: what from beginning to end?
1: Yeah, But no, like again, you oh, know what I mean. Okay. And I just for some reason came home from work. Like it was, I think. It's gotta be like 2012 it was a while ago but i had just we had gotten out of high school recently and i was going back home to my parents house from work and i sat on my bed and just like googled or like youtubed the first episode and just it automatically played the next one and i just started watching the whole thing and then like easily a week and a half i had finished <laughs> the entirety of it's a good uh, fucking yeah. show man and that was the first time i had ever seen the last uh like saga yeah yeah you're talking about-
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like The Last Saga as much, but yeah. that's just me. But still, I can't beat Dark like, Tournament. dang, there's a lot of stuff going
1: on. But I actually messaged the dude afterwards that posted them all. Yeah. Because, dude, that's like 400 videos. You wonder how ridiculous. long it takes to post all yeah, this Yeah, and shit. I They're messaged like, him, and I was like, hey, man, I just like that. finished the entire season thanks to all of your posts, and I really appreciate you it.
2: You wonder, like, I mean, what makes a person be like, you know what? I care about this show so much. I'm probably going to get in trouble. You're going to let somebody
1: watch it illegally.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to get in trouble, but I really want people to watch this. <laughs> so I'm just going to do this for the next five days and get all these up there. Yeah, It's like, thank God for people like that. It's like the people that take all the best notes in class and then share them on the Google Doc. Also, and you're just like, mostly Never mostly understood illegal. those
0: people, man. Never understood that.
2: But don't but don't you think the Lord above for that kind of shit? I mean, <laughs> well, no, because like, I dude. took my
0: own fucking notes, man. Yeah, because he's the yeah, guy I who took didn't my post notes, them.
2: But then I'm like, dude, I remember you he said that. With His notes,
1: because that guy was spot on to everything.
2: Yeah, and then you have other people that are like contributing to it, and it's like a big communal effort. Yeah, so liberal.
1: It's dude. This gets foggy nowadays as to what's cheating. Yeah. In school, like...
2: Because collaboration and, Yeah, where
1: does collaboration and teamwork end and cheating (laughs) begin? You know what I mean? Like, I really don't fucking know. It'll
2: it'll only get blurred into the future, too.
1: Because last semester, actually, uh, in school, a bunch of people... We had, like, for one of my interpreting classes, we essentially had this glossary. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, like, a hundred acronyms and just terms that we just had to define and then give like a source that where we found it. Right. So it's yeah. just like a very, it's not necessarily a tough thing, but it was a hard, or not necessarily <laughs> not as tough, but it was very difficult. <laughs> it was not very necessarily tough, but just very time consuming. So yeah. what people did is they just started a Google doc and they were like, everybody just start filling these out. And that's what people did. And it was like, I didn't do it, you know, but they obviously got in trouble for it. Yeah. You know? And I was just like, man, that sucks. But also, like if I was to get stuck on one of these and be like, Hey, what did you what do you have for this? hmm Am I now cheating? No. <laughs> or am I you know yeah, exactly, <laughs> no, right? You're not. But when I'm like starting a Google Doc and saying, like, hey, you do the there first 10 There is a certain step of And I'll do the, the eleven the to twenty, Doc. look, then that's cheating. Once you right? once
0: you violate the spirit of learning, then you've cheated. Yeah.
2: Well do you But isn't learning I've, can't yeah. learn be a collaborative effort? It can definitely
0: yeah. be communal and collaborative, but
2: yeah, that's so vague,
1: though. You know, the <laughs> idea of learning, like, first off. What no, because look, he's saying anywhere? he's
0: saying if you devote your attention to this large list and you went through and filled everything out, then you've probably committed to memory a large portion of this list. Right. If instead yeah. you did 25 percent of it and then just filled in the rest, you only learned 25 percent of it. And that's why he's upset.
1: I guess that's like exaggerated. I guess it would be more of the idea that like somebody was posting more of theirs and you could like go there to like check it if you couldn't find it online. You think
2: it, you think it enables laziness, right? Yeah. Basically. I mean, I, I think it does too, but, yeah, I, don't it necessarily, totally does, but, but I don't necessarily like think that tedious work enables like smartness, smartness or, or, great or great brain rewards. Yeah. Uh, it's really just being nice at the end ever, of the day yeah. <laughs> and people like nice people. Yeah.
1: Oh man. But you That's know it's quite the tangent we go <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyway, <laughs> okay. we're worried. In fact, we're at we're at about like what, forty two minutes here? I think we're gonna let's cut it right here. Let's do it. Let's cut it right there. We'll come back with a halftime for this beer. Let's up bit up bit up up, Bit up up, anime.
0: If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook. facebook.com dot slash witty banter podcast. <laughs> Want
1: to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show.
2: And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. You've
1: definitely hit the point of delirium. That's, you're here. God. You're there. God. This is a squawk just a squeaky squawk squawk beep a squeep a squeep yes well a squeeble squabble we're back we haven't really talked too much about this beer man we have not yeah we've just been glossing right over it it's been a very uh it's taken a backseat to the theme of the show but that's okay because now it's, it's time to shine now it's it's we've got all eyes we're gonna on give beer. it its full acknowledgement what's going on you know what i mean like you're you're finally saying you know what i'm sorry beer so I've we been, hate I've it i've been right? hanging out with my friends <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'll, no. I'll go first. Yeah. Like
2: I, I don't get a whole lot of. It I taste a little bit of that black liquor that they say, but for me, it's a straight. It's a. I'm not gonna say straightforward. It is a <laughs> uh, a pretty. That was close. Legitimately enjoyable dark beer. I don't know if I've had that many dark wheat ales yeah. before. So in None that instance, come to mind. In that instance, it, it it does have like a unique sort of mouthfeel on top of the darkness. Um, maybe a little like uh not powdery it's like when it, whenever you have um uh, hoe garden I guess there's like that little bit of like bubble gumminess that it comes with a lot of wheat yeah. stuff I get just like the slightest bit of that it's not a whole it's very very subdued but but I like it man i think it's i think it holds its own I think it's a unique beer and it's uh it's pretty good I think the first thing that stands out to me about this beer is
1: how like f- when I poured it up. There was no foamy top to it, right? No header, and it that spoke through as I drank it too, because there was like zero carbonation. Yeah. in
2: this, right? It looks like a flat cola. I was gonna of. say it looks like a Coke. Yeah, it looks like a Coca Cola Classic, but not the fizzy Coke with the no, with the ice. Like an old Coke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like a two liter like you used <laughs> yeah. to drink back in the day. You put it back. And then in you're there drinking for the three last weeks. bit the next. You know, you
1: had a birthday party on Sunday, and you're drinking the last of the Coke on Wednesday. <laughs> And this is what you got. But I think that honestly adds to its drinkability. It makes it very smooth and mouthfeel. And there's the, like, those darkness of it doesn't necessarily come from the weight of the beer at all. I think it's definitely in the flavors, those dark flavors. There is a pinch of licorice in there. Yeah. But it's not off putting. Not to, to its dismay
2: necessarily. No. I
1: think it's totally you got
0: chase I think what I'd have to add is like I don't really taste much of a wit to it and yeah that's fine for me because I do not like wheat beers but considering it's a black wito I'm a little surprised that it's not as prominent as it as I expected yeah. it is it's an ale and so and it's dark and it does just kind of taste to me like a really good uh like pub dark beer You know, like I don't get much of licorice like it's trying to um, throw at me like it says it uses anise, which is where that flavor comes from. And I don't really get it too much when I'm when I'm drinking it. But I know right now it's it it seems to just be an enjoyable, dark, almost porter esque type of ale, Um, which is okay. but it's it's the fact that it's not. It doesn't taste anything like I think it would have, considering its description and its name. You know what I mean? that's a little weird for me. But yeah, right. not necessarily bad for you. But.
2: Yeah. And it's seven point two percent alcohol by volume. That's pretty good, it, man. It's up it, there. It drinks pretty well. So it's it's sitting it's just driving right down the center of the road. You
1: know? <laughs> right in the middle of traffic. Yeah. It's, it's on like a Two hey, lane eh. <laughs> Right. It's
2: no one's coming. People or are going trying to I pass it. This. It can't,
1: you know. They just have to wait. It's going pretty fast. <laughs> it's it's going no big fast deal. fast enough. Not like you're gonna go faster than them, so. Well, the beer is pretty good. Yeah, I it is. Um It probably came in a six pack. Oh, speaking of six packs. Yeah. Oh. Uh <laughs> just off the top of my head, I just kind of thought. Your transitions about it, right? are just flawless. Thank you. No, nobody noticed this. <laughs> I actually planned this ahead of time. Um in the spirit of anime. Yes. And I, you know, we have some pretty cool listeners, you know? <laughs> but we might. Also have some uncool listeners.
2: Oh, you going to call it. them out like that?
1: I mean, look, if you don't listen to anime or if you don't watch anime. What was yeah? It was, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, we, we don't listen. Okay. Now, what well. do you do with anime? I've never. What's an anime? I've never <laughs> seen anime. I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, you might not be cool, but it's OK because nothing makes you cooler than showing some up somewhere with a six pack. Yeah. Right. Especially Having like a
2: nice little variety.
1: A variety six pack. It shows that you know what you're talking about, right? A little of this, a little of that. So I thought it'd be fun today to make a little segment about
2: a uh, an anime starter kit. Anime starter six pack. And so I, I always like, I, I don't know if we've ever come to a consensus. I feel like every time that we do these, we do it a little differently. Should Is, we each all decide on each one going in or should we just throw them in?
1: Let's say we we throw them in, right, and we get a... A consensus. a consensus of three. Yeah. Okay, which is not going to be hard. We individually contribute, but we consensually agree. Agree, yeah. And if I throw out something, and I'm like, hey, guys, and you're like, no, <laughs> no, then I can't. That's not going to be a part of the three. Yeah. <laughs> Vetoed. <laughs> Whack. That anime sucks, and you suck. Uh, Do these have to be TV shows? I was going to throw that in there.
2: I, I actually would like us to, to broaden it.
1: You think? Because, because it gets crazy when you start throwing in every awesome anime movie that they're ever See,
2: playing. I haven't seen a, a whole lot of anime movies, so I can only think of maybe like two or three And that I would even consider.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, uh, we don't have to do it either way. I just know personally I'll probably only be able to contribute one actual unique pick to this because I think we're all going to say Dragon Ball Z. And I, I can I'd like to say my piece on that, but I can maybe only add maybe one or two possible things outside of that. And having movies yeah. would help. I feel yeah. dude. Well, is
2: then. is Dragon Ball Z an absolute? That's I, was, I mean,
0: how how was that not in there, dude? <laughs> I, well, I was figuring Convince maybe, maybe to, that you I'm would gonna...
2: uh, be a devil's advocate, not completely a devil's advocate, but maybe you would put a vote in for Dragon Ball. I was thinking about that today.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, Dragon Ball's hysterical, and to me, it's like, oh, you like Dragon Ball Z. You really want to see something kind of cute and funny now that you're in it? Then try Dragon Ball out. But I would still put Dragon Ball Z like above Dragon Ball. I feel
2: like it kind of depends on who
0: you're giving the six pack to.
2: I like like if you don't have a suspension of disbelief and you can't watch the original Dragon Ball Zs where they're like oh, 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 for like yeah. you know almost half the episode. P- people cannot get past that sometimes. Yeah. I I don't care i, I didn't this, mind that, it when that, I, was a kid, I grew up don't on. mind that's it now my yeah. thing yeah. yeah so of course i would do dragon ball z but i know that you really love dragon ball chase i i didn't know if that's what you. dragon thought. Ball's great
0: but there's like those filler episodes are terrible yeah. so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i think dragon ball would go down so much more as a like in, like I mean, it is an influential anime, but it's just so overlooked because of Dragon Ball Z. Yes. I feel like that if Dragon Ball Z didn't exist... It's the Dark Horse. Everybody would be like, dude, Dragon Ball, remember, like, it would be the right. best thing ever, right? But mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit <laughs> because Dragon Ball Z came out, at least not so much in like a lot of
2: Western culture. So, um, so are we, so we going to claim that one? Put I it on the bottom left corner? Dragon Ball Z? I mean, I will
0: say by today's standards and today's consumer, do you guys think someone who is brand new to anime would enjoy watching dragon ball Z. I mean, I'm serious because I think there are a lot of really cool parts in there, but I do think that we give a lot of benefit of the doubt to that show. Like in the sense that even we can even pick out We there's the obvious parts that are bad. And then there's maybe not even the not so obvious parts that are bad that we still continue to look over. And I just wonder what a non, viewing a non-anime fan would would actually think about it if we said start with this if it if it could turn them off
2: or like kai maybe the shortened versions more concise you know stories. where it's yeah. not as much of the the filler stuff yeah i mean i feel like that was the entire point of making kai was so that they could continue to Outreach to people that might have not have that ability to watch through those originals, and it was right.
1: definitely speaking on something that it was becoming like a parody, you know, at that point. Dragon Ball Z was because uh-huh. it had, you know been out for a while. Yeah, and everybody it made kind of fun is of it of itself. Like, how much filler there was, but uh-huh. I mean, the whole reason that that show was so fillery is because they were writing the manga at the same time. Oh yeah. So if the next fucking manga wasn't out. <laughs> what are you gonna do?
2: Piccolo's gonna, gonna start stall, to learn to drive. Right? You're gonna
1: hold a spear ball in the <laughs> sky <laughs> and to do drive. for real. That's the first thing I thought when you said filler episodes. I was like, do you remember when they made Goku and Piccolo get a license? Like, why? They can fly. They can fly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like that's insane. Like uh, what benefit is there to that? So is? let's decide. Are we gonna say Kai or are we just gonna say Z? Okay, what's your vote? I think I'd put Kai just as a just to be interesting. I'm gonna say not Kai. So yeah, Chase.
0: I gotta say Z man. Just okay, just in the spirit of it.
1: Good old fashioned Dragon Ball Z. Well, that's easy and that's
2: expected. Okay, blink. All right, but I know one that we're gonna throw in too. Well, I mean, same creators of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho man. Yu Yu Hakusho is made by the same people. I don't
1: think it was not made, is it? I think it's just Funimation did the voices for them, too. Oh, is it not? Is it not? I think it's just the voice actors. The 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 same same group of voice actors. No, it's not made by the same people. Okay. But what made that show so awesome is that I think I watched all of Dragon Ball Z first. Yes. And while Dragon Ball Z is great and it's fun and it's a good time.
2: There's something lacking about Dragon Ball Z. at some
1: point... Goku is the only—he's
2: gonna save the fucking day.
1: He's the only person that can. He's already far <laughs> exceeded everybody else. But what made Yu Show so unique is that by the time that the the main protagonists got together, outside of Kuwabara, it was Who's still is still, pretty useful in the show. Good. He was still served a purpose, yes. you know. The three protagonists, like while. You know, Yusuke was definitely the main character. It was kind of up in the air who was the strongest.
2: I think it's still up in the air
1: uh, to this day. Me too. I think yeah. at the peak of their power levels, yeah, it's an it's anybody's game. Yep. You know, God and just they
2: just do. Uh, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is a show where you end up having a, a group of four people that go and solve mysteries and shit and and, and fight demons. Yeah, and it's it's cool because. You never. They, they all contribute. Diff, they have. They have character interactions where they're. They all think they're the best, and they can all kind of prove that they're the best at certain points in time. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah. I mean, that that's sort of different because you know, I, what what is it called where uh, you know the Japanese culture where there's the group mentality. What is that like referred to as? Right? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. Like instead of instead of uh, is it. It's something of video games tough, right? It's like J R P G instead of is a Japanese, Japanese role playing game games? like based on having groups and stuff together. I don't know what
1: you're talking I mean, yeah, about. Yeah, they are
0: very group based for sure. Okay. I don't but well, I don't I don't know the, the term you're going for.
2: Okay. I thought that I thought that it was sort of like a normal uh trope for like more like things that are um developed and, and sort of cultured in, in Japanese um norms to be like the group comes together and overcomes this thing. Whereas like maybe, uh, in other, in other like Western things, you have that one guy that overcomes everything. That seems
1: to be more of, you know, like a Western trope. Yeah. Is that there's like a lone hero, like the lone Ranger. Yeah. And so that's why like, like, you you know, you have
2: the Z fighters, but ultimately it's Goku, right? Yeah. At the end of the day. But then it's way cooler when you're like, who's going to solve the riddle this time or who's right. gonna kick ass <laughs> who's gonna on this thing who's ass and why and how and that's why the dark tournament was so cool is cause like in each episode you're like I don't even know who's gonna fight next but it's gonna be cool but it's gonna be badass yeah really? I would put Yu Yu Hakusho in there number two
1: easily I love that show
2: so we got I, two yeah so there's two in there if I'm gonna mix it up mix it up stir the pot I would pot. put Samurai Champloo in there See,
1: it's funny like that you went. So it was funny that you went to that first, because have you seen Cowboy Bebop?
2: Dude, I watched like three episodes of Cowboy Bebop. And you don't like it? It just didn't hook me the way I thought it would.
1: That's so fucking weird. <laughs> you I mean, like, there's nothing. There's nothing weird,
2: structurally right? or artistically or creatively wrong about it. <laughs> it's just like
1: I just hate it and it's stupid. <laughs> I hate it and I don't like it. I and just I don't didn't want to see hook it me, man. It just you got to like I'll keep going. You I'll gotta keep trying. You got to just pressure through. I know it's good. Through.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like people who are obsessed with anime, will give it a 10 out of 10 every time. Yeah. But I, I would I would just shoot for a shampoo just cuz I feel like it is a more like in your face mashup of the cultures whereas like um whereas like cowboy bebop's like a lot cool. It's like cooler, jazzier. I think there's, the a, there's a there's a
1: mashup in both you know yeah, because you you yeah. take cowboy bebop and what that is is it's supposed to be like a spaghetti western yep meets a noir film meets a space adventure
2: jazzy soap opera
1: right <laughs> and that's fucking that's like the tightest combination you could ever think of <laughs> you know that's fucking super is dope it? Like, what's cooler than that? <laughs> you know? And of course, they got pretty close. They're like, let's use that other backup idea, which was mixing
2: hip hop and fucking. Are you talking about for sure Clue? Yeah, you know what I mean? I just think of Getty Lee and Why? Brandon Boyd from Incubus, oh, both as samurais, the- <laughs> because and because of their hanging out with some dainty little girl, finding some person who doesn't exist. Yeah. Pretty cool show.
1: I would I would watch that if that was like an actual show of just Brandon Boyd and Getty Lee <laughs> Getty Lee in, you know as samurais or as Swordsman. I love both of those shows so much I mean Cowboy Bebop is still my favorite show.
2: That's your favorite anime? Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Don't commit, dude.
1: Yes, I'm gonna commit. I'm just gonna say that Cowboy Bebop is number one. Okay. But Samurai Champloo is really high up there.
2: I, I, I feel like Shampoo uh, would be more uh, palatable, I guess, to just a newcomer. You think so? What makes it more palatable? I think it's funny. What hooked you? What I, I hooked don't you know. To, I just think it's funny. I
1: do think Movement's that the- is pretty funny. They're shameless, like, you think, like, oh, so the music is hip-hop? It's like, no, no, no. Hip-hop exists in, in that Japanese yeah, yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's, it's super <laughs>
2: Japanese, but they just throw <laughs> hip-hop shit out yeah.
1: there. I think that there's a spot for both of those. Are you going to
2: go three or four there?
1: yeah okay
2: so we got two more
1: two more spots
2: see this is where i would jump to one where it's more like psychological less action-based like need death like note that. or something i don't know if i would say that one but I, that one like that is an anime unlike any other that i've watched that i really enjoyed because it was so like you're watching a dude who's super smart and planning like 10 steps ahead and then we're just watching it unfold each episode and I don't know it's I, if there are other suggestions in that wheelhouse where it's not like strictly action, maybe. Well, I think that
1: like as far as emotionally gripping animes, mm. I found Berserk to be that way.
2: Yeah, but that's and heavily an- uh, action based too. it. I think what it say. is.
1: But I think what makes that show so fucking cool is that it's like my kid mentality watching it is that you go into <laughs> it and you just think like shameless bloodshed. Yeah. Fantastic. That's my favorite thing. Big sword, slicing people open. And then you get so much more than what you bargained for. I like Death Note. Yeah, Um, I mean, Berserk's story is cooler, for sure. Like, beginning to end, I'd say. And I think that's one of the only times in anime that I've ever been shocked. Like, truly shocked by, like, a situation. Because, of course, you know, death scenes in anime can get very creative. Mm -hmm. But I was just truly... Yeah, like blown away by the end of that. You know what I mean? I was like, no, very, that's how it ends. Very was like, unexpected, Fuck you. right? That was I was super upset. But I still in a really kind of don't
2: get it. Like I like if I think about, I'm like, wait, so what happens now? Like, well, does it, it goes keep going on. It's it like does, no, they just well, do new versions of it, and you're like, what? Well, what do you mean?
1: The I mean the book goes on. And you can keep reading on. That's the beauty of it too, because it's that's almost like a mega like dude. hook into it, to where it's like, "Hey, look at how cool that was!" Oh, are you enthralled in you the should story? Get into the book, dude! You should read a book. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, like <yeah>. everyone else. <laughs> right? So you can't always follow. I mean, my my vote is for Berserk. I think. Berserk.
2: Yeah, no, I I'd put Berserk at a solid five. No, yeah. which means we got one spot left. got a single spot. See, this is where I want one that's just more like lighthearted and story driven, kind of. Um, and that's why I was maybe open to the idea of having like a movie, because, dude, Princess Mononoke? Killer it's movie. It's a beautiful film.
0: If we were going to put a movie in there, I would fight until I died for Akira.
2: Oh, I haven't gotten to fucking see it. Where... Akira,
0: Akira is one of the most incredible movies I've ever seen. How did and you I...
2: consume it? Did you just uh, rent it?
1: Through your eyes?
0: Yeah, <laughs> through my eyes mostly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I rented it.
2: Okay, I... I... I'm, I'm wondering if it's like on Amazon. Three,
0: I ran it three times. No, I rented it. I rented it on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can find cool. it
2: anywhere. I'm yeah, sure I'm you
1: gonna, can find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> probably. I, I want to go see it because I remember it. like y'all talking about that, and just it sounded like the drive of anime for y'all, kind of. Like,
0: yeah. Like, Akira is just so imaginative. Like th- the entire time I'm on the ride, I have no idea where it's going, and every time it it ratchets up. It's vision. It's like, this is just, I, I want to meet the guy who fucking thought of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then when you put on top of that, just the most detailed, visually impressive animation I've ever seen all in one, you know, and, and thinking about how we, we love movies now that don't use CGI, right? Because we yeah, like to think, we like to think, oh, they actually did it. You know, there's mm-hmm. something to that. And then in video games it's a little bit different. We we in video games we love games that put so much detail in like uh, the, the cutscenes and stuff because like we we video games a lot of times like Uncharted will get a lot of praise for how lifelike they are. Not because what they did on screen was so imaginative, it's more of like they went through the painstaking process of making this look ordinary. And then in Akira it's like they went through the painstaking process of animating a two second camera cut that showed some girl's face in a very like quick action sequence. And when you just look at those two seconds by themselves, it's like, dude, that probably took them like a month to make, but they did it. You know, there wasn't a single part where they said, we're going to compromise here. Like this is going to be an uncompromising vision and they fucking nail it, dude. And just the cinematography of that movie, the color palettes of that of that movie, the sense of place that they create like they create this world. They create a place in just ninety minutes or so. And it's just the music, dude, the fucking soundtrack is so <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a it's it's outstanding. I I love that movie. It's
1: It says a lot when an animated film can inspire cinematography because yeah. it's strange to think about it when you think of animation to me, like, okay, where in the room is the camera? Right. You know what I mean? Cause you can, like, well, you can draw anything. You're not limited to where you don't necessarily think of like, where the be. camera is, mm-hmm. right. Or how important that is. But you look at just the scene of him stopping on his bike in Akira, and you're like, oh, I've seen that everywhere. You're like, oh, they use that. That's kind of cliche. But then you look back and you're like, oh, that was Akira that did that. Yeah. That screech stop. Mm-hmm. That screeching stop into the camera pane <laughs> that you see in every motorcycle thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, Akira inspired everybody to do that. Yeah. Like, that's insane to me. Y'all are giving me a, a hard on. I got to go watch this freaking movie, dude. You're going to take our, you're going you're gonna to trust us Yeah. to put this into the pack?
2: What I would ask is, you know, one, yeah, let's put it into the pack. As far as the animation goes, I'm curious because um, we stated earlier, Mac, Max and I are considering how we can, we have an idea for a show, how we could do it. When you, when you think back on Akira's animation, does it not fall victim to having scenes that are sort of uh, just like, Cut scenes I know you said that like uh, it it just cuts to a girl's face for two seconds, and it took them a lo- it would probably take them a long time just to in capture the stuff that's going on with her. Um, it, it, but a lot of animes that I watch, like they'll have a solid ten seconds. That's the same. It's just a picture. It's a still. Yeah, it's a still. Does Akira not fall back on that no, at all?
1: There's I'm not basically. a single Akira. still. yeah yes, no. I don't think there's a single. That's great. Still in the film. That's yeah. awesome. That's funny you bring that up because I remember like in my adulthood watching episodes of dragon ball z and you can't help but notice every single time that that happens when it's a still every single time that it's and a,
2: a panning still, still a panning still or anything like yeah
1: that. but i think right. that's a, that's a, think good, that's six a good six pack that's a solid pack Drink Made up. our
2: rounds you should uh you should email us or tweet us your six packs. Yeah, one of your anime six packs, or just one of your go-to's. If you, if you, if it wasn't mentioned, listener. Yeah.
1: Is there anything, Hunter, that you think I should watch?
2: That I've seen that yeah. I think you should watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that there are characters and shows that I think are awesome, but I've kind of already told you about that. I mean, um. Uh, you know, I watched. You're a Hunter Cross Hunter. Fan. I watched Hunter X Hunter, and is it is it called Hunter Cross Hunter?
1: Uh, every I played Street Fighter Cross second, so when I see uh, the, the x, x, I just okay. assume that. So you're, I'm probably not right. See, so yeah, I'm,
2: I'm into Hunter X Hunter. I don't watch and it, so They have two so you know characters on there. One's like a Trunks, but it's a kid who's like, kid Trunks, but it's like a, an assassin. And this kid yeah, is cool. like he's 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 brought up in a family that's a that's known as like the best assassins of all time, right? And his dad looks like fucking Conan, Master of the Universe. It's crazy, uh, but but he's he's a cool character, Kilua. And <laughs> then Hisoka is like one of my favorite anime villains because he kind of looks like a clown when you first yeah. see him, but he's like super cool and he's Great. just like fucks with people and uh, uh, just blows people's mind throughout the show. You're like, okay, well that guy is unstoppable, super OP. but. I definitely- very fun op i
1: pushed out when i was supposed to watch it because all i ended up doing was watching action scenes that involved hisoka yeah and they were fucking tight yeah pretty cool so i can absolutely agree with that
2: yeah but uh but yeah i mean i there's not a whole lot of uh of beginning to end anime that i've i've watched i you know when i go to like hulu who that has a lot of a Who lot is of anime. Hulu's yeah. anime game is very it strong. It has a lot of anime. And and Netflix isn't like a slacker when it comes to anime. I mean, they have a lot. It's just not as much that I would probably watch. I've had several that I'm like, you know what? This has great stars. I'll give it a try. Yeah. And after three two, three episodes, I just can't I can't stick to it, you know? Um what? I watched Death Note all the way through. Um you Hakusho all the way through Hunter X Hunter. I got like two thirds of the way, probably. It started getting to like the Chimera Ant saga, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, uh, tap yeah, it's like 130 episodes. Had in, a good so. run.
1: I'm out of here.
2: But I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, uh, you know, you giving me Berserk was really good. I really want to get into. I think the fact that I've never watched like Gundam or uh, I've never watched Full Metal Alchemist. I, I how you
1: watch full metal alchemist. Did I you
2: watch full metal and... alchemist alone?
0: Chase, thought yeah. you watched it with somebody. No, I watched it alone. Cause aren't there uh, several,
2: right? Isn't
1: I've heard. Uh, did you watch brotherhood or did you watch the original?
0: I watched the original one.
1: Yeah. See, I've never seen brotherhood, but I heard it's fucking sick. We should watch it. I'm down to watch it. Let's do it. I'm down to watch it. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of other animes that I could talk about forever. Um, like fucking you, you know you you do need to watch Shiguri. Okay, Death Frenzy. That's another one. Oh, Death Frenzy. I know you're working like you've brought You're working up like, like you know ninety almost. hour weeks, but when you get those time to sleep, just put that time aside <laughs> and just watch <laughs> anime sleep. instead. Screw that. Uh, but there's a million shows that I fucking love. They don't have time to bring up on here, but I did enjoy talking about anime with yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Is great.
2: is there any mail related yeah. to anime? You said you were trying to bring that shit in, huh?
0: I do. I've got some emails for you. (laughs) Great. That we we can read. (laughs) Let's read Yeah, is it mail time?
1: Let's do it. It's
2: it's, it's mail All right, Mail time.
0: So the first one comes from Ian Preschel, who is a friend of mine on Twitter. He's a really cool, eccentric dude who is currently living in Japan. And this guy sits on a throne of anime. He loves it. Nice. Cool. His question is: What is your dream anime slash topic that you would like to be covered in anime?
2: What is your dream like topic?
0: Yes. What do you want to see anime approach or cover?
2: Hmm. That's kind of I don't know. It's an <laughs>
0: open-ended question. Yeah. It's vague, but Chess.
1: I like it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Like, I think that what we talked about.
0: About like a theme, and, like, like a central yeah, theme. Yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you want to see get approached?
1: I think that in modern anime, and it's something you brought up earlier about how I don't tend to like. like You're I'm not, a, not just I'm a not an general subscriber fan. to anime. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I feel like sometimes that I'm really not because I think that the general idea of anime I'm very turned off by, mm-hmm. and there's so much anime that just spills its emotion and like character drives through just simply speaking them right and a lack of inference. basically so much lack of inference lack of implications lack of just like it I feel like a lot of anime treats the viewer like an idiot yeah you know and what I would love to see more and it's very simple is I just want to see more like Inferable moments I want to be able to I don't want to be told everything Like when you take Cowboy Bebop And you look at Who Spike was in the past They never tell you Exactly what happened to him They give you little flashbacks You see him dwell on it a lot You see him run into old friends Who kind of give you Little bits and pieces Mm -hmm. But what makes it so interesting Is that I could talk about it forever Because there is no Set amount of stuff Right. Right And you're left to infer And figure out exactly What happened on your own Or what you think And you're left to your feelings And just an anime that's more like inference driven and more fucking feeling driven than anything. Yeah, it's just I know it sounds super vague, and like, kind of like a cop out, but I really do think that that's what's lacking
2: in a lot of modern anime. And that's probably, I mean, <laughs> that's probably what something that's applicable to a lot of uh, of just consumable media as well. You know, True. I mean, yeah, uh, it is, it is, it is good to have it like uh, on almost a metaphorical basis a lot of times so that people can fill in the blanks, maybe not to where it's, they're making it up as they go. I think, I think it gets so much like that. I think that's kind of why I can't do the star Wars thing. I think the consumers have so much room to fill in the blanks as they please that like, I can't, I don't know what's, I don't know what's really star Wars and what's not really star Wars anymore. Kind of because of that. Um, but I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I like we talked about before. Like one of the biggest things that you know we talk about in the show that we're making is having a show where there's like multiple levels of bosses, and there's multiple like it's like you never really know who is the most powerful even though sometimes, like, it seems really clear. You'll have other people that, like, just shoot up out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, wait, like, are those two people going to meet? Maybe they don't meet. Maybe, like, you never know if those two people would, like, have a – so I guess just having shows where it's not obvious that these these are the two guys that are going to be meeting up, I guess. And it comes back to a little bit more of that, like, not just leading the – not leading the audience to this obvious point, right? And, um, but that, I mean, that's more of a general thing. I don't really know about like a, a specific topic I would well, like covered. Yeah. Cause like, I don't like, they have all sorts of animes that I would never get into. I don't think like I would never get into a sports anime. I'll never get into like a, like a school drama anime, that kind of stuff, you know? Um, or I can't say I would never do it, but I, I, I would find it highly unlikely for me to get into that. And there's whole realms thick with all sorts of animes in each of those. So uh, maybe not specific topics, but like ways that animes unfold themselves, I think is, is more sort of what draws me more than anything.
0: All right. This next question comes from me. Oh, you, you, you didn't think you are going to be on <laughs> be on the show. And uh, Max, you actually touched on it just a little while ago, but I'm going to go ahead and just read it. Um, I'll I'll skip the introduction line. Uh, It says, I've seen you two in casual conversations light up with electricity when someone mentions anime with a follow up along the lines of, dude, you like anime? Me too. But then in more serious conversations, even on this show, I've heard y'all say things like I like anime, but I'd never say I'm an anime fan. It's like there's a distinction in y'all's minds between being an over an overall fan of anime and preferring the label of selective anime fan rather than anime fan. So can you guys explain the tension between the two different ways you present your anime fandom?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can. Easily. <laughs> um, just to start off, I would say that I think from an anime fan, right? They could easily look at me and say that I'm not an anime fan because of the fact that a lot of the animes that I'm really in love with are the animes that had such a big impact on like America a lot. And right. had yeah. a lot of big in our very our, like, You don't subscribe much as more, much to like the Japanese original. Yeah, you anime know, feel. and not that I don't like appreciate it, but they're you know, a lot of the animes that I like have very Western storylines. yeah, storylines, you know? They're very like Lone Ranger-esque. They're, very, they're just things that I grew up and I idolized as a kid. And while I got older, I learned to appreciate much you know, different motifs and different things that can happen in a story. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to always like hold those near and dear to my heart because those, that's what spoke to me a lot. And animes like Trigun, um, Cowboy Bebop, Big O are all animes that didn't necessarily like do terribly hot in Japan. Yeah. You know, maybe after a while they became either cult classics or like timeless. But I mean, Cowboy Bebop got canceled the first time it was on.
2: Yeah. I could see that for sure.
1: And the reason being is because like everything that I noticed in it is like all these Western motifs, you know, all these fucking Western tropes, you know? Uh, And what ended up happening is I almost like convinced myself that I was an anime fan in my youth and I tried to get into all this other anime I just really wanted to get into, you know, like I think the most recent time was I, I watched dead man wonderland and I remember being like, this is like pornography. You know what I mean? This is like (laughs) obvious that I'm watching this to see people get murdered and I'm watching (laughs) this to see like gore. You know what I mean? Like it was just
2: so like indulgent. I'm not
1: getting anything out of this and it's so indulgent. I'm just like, I don't really like this, you know? and uh i just notice that a lot about different animes that i've come across and while there have been some that come out that i'm really like just you know enamored with or i think are really cool um like you know flcl of course did you ever watch that Mm-mm. it's very cool um yeah. very unique uh just very you know interesting characters. And I just feel like you end up getting these tropes and all of these new anime and I just can't deal with it. It's just, it's too easy. Everything feels too easy. Everything feels too like, I'm not fucking <laughs> surprised a, by such anything. a max answer. <laughs> it just feels too fucking like, they just duh, bought it, you know, <laughs> like it just feels so fucking easy. And it just, I'm not impressed and it sucks because I would like to be, there's definitely animes that I want to get into that I haven't yet. And I've heard nothing but good things about, which is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh And I can tell that that's fucking looks awesome. And I could, I would probably be able to get into that, but just stories that I just want more of like animes that aren't really based around the dialogue. And there's like I said before already, like more things to infer. I like things that like, I like dramatic sequences or like dramatic music you mm-hmm. know i like feeling in my anime a lot more and i just feel like i don't get that as much in modern anime
2: i think with me the disparity behind the disparity between uh being an anime fan and then not like not subscribing to general anime is that you know if, if i were to take a room full of your sample of like 20 people i feel like if if it if if a screen popped up and it was like uh step forward if you like anime there's probably only going to be like 3 to 4 people in my mind that would step forward i still feel like it's it's kind of niche a bit to say you like anime so i do kind of light up if i say like if i hear somebody say that they like to watch anime i'm like cool that person enjoys something that i can also enjoy and it's not like you know, it's not just like saying I like TV. You know, it's, it's a specific, it's a very specific thing that you uh, you're admitting to liking. Um, and I think the uh, another thing about anime that I particularly like is just the lack of limit. That's kind of why I like South Park too, right? It's just an animated show, and they can do whatever they want with it. And so, you know, a lot of times the best the best art comes from the the boundaries that you can create. But when you uh, or how you can work within certain boundaries, right? Um, but with, with anime, if you have truly amazing artists and stuff, um, and you can make something that could go anywhere, but you make it, like, have a linear structure, and it goes from beginning to end, and you just, like, it's very well told, very deliberate, all the aspects of it work together. Um, it's it's different than, like, it's different than watching, like, human uh human choreographed movies and, and TV shows. It's just, it's not the same. Well, it's a limit. Yeah. It's a limitless medium. Yeah. Like you could tell any story you want with it. And anything. that's, that's, yeah. that's what's the best part about it. Yeah. And so, so those are the reasons why I really like it. And for the same reasons as, you know, Max was saying, it's like, I don't just like all kinds. I'd say that there are several kinds like, like when I'm scrolling through Netflix or Hulu, where I'm just like, <laughs> of these things there's no way I would ever watch yeah and uh and that that's kind of tough uh because then you then you find yourself yeah in in a gray area where you're you're like co co you know bonding with somebody over this thing that you like but you like it in two completely different ways um so 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 yeah I think I think there is a little bit of a I wouldn't say like hypocrisy, but it's a little oxymoronic. Where um, I do like, I do like discussing with people and letting people know. Like, anime is a passion of mine. I would say, like, I I like watching it. I like finding new stuff. I like when people give me good recommendations on anime that I should consume. Um, but I don't just like like all anime. And I I wouldn't just say that like, yeah, you put it in front of me. I'm going to love it. You know, it's not really like, I don't think anybody really is that way, but, um, but, but I wouldn't, I don't have a very broad view of it. And I don't have a lot of, uh, experience delving into all sorts of different kinds. You know, it's pretty specific and it's usually based off of recommendations. So,
0: Hmm. well, that's all of the anime questions. I'm going to keep it focused to those. So if you put in any other questions to us, we're going to get to those in the coming weeks. We want to keep things on message for this time, so thank yeah. you, Ian, and thank you, Chase.
2: Yeah, thank you, Chase, <laughs> for the <laughs> good really nice. And Ian, Chase, very cool.
1: <laughs> oh, well, boys, it's um, late. It's, <laughs> it's super duper late. It's a late night cast. It's a sleepy cast. Sleepy cast. Sleepy anime cast. <laughs> Man, uh, Chase, thank you for finding your Barging way to the show. In. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, I was at odds.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Hunter, as well, for being on the show. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Yeah. Uh, If you ever want to email us, you can always do that at wittybantershow at gmail.com. If you ever want to follow us, you can follow us at wittybantershow. (laughs) If you ever want to follow Chase, you can say at bodaciouschase. And if you ever want to follow me, you can say at Probably Max. But before we go, what do you guys think about this beer?
0: Hmm. 6.5. Okay. Black Wit-O. I'm looking for a weedy beer. I'm not getting almost any wheat in mine. I do not taste licorice, which is the way that it's describing itself on its own bottle. I do think it is a. It's a good ale. You know, it tastes. It tastes kind of like a standard dark. Like if you poured a dark beer, the expectations you would probably have for how it would taste based on looking at it, it's going to meet all of those. And I think that's a good thing. And it's seven point one percent. It's pretty easy to drink, but how it's positioning itself and the fact that it's nothing exceptional. Like it is just a good dark beer. I'm going to give it a six point
1: five. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's just my focus on the conversation in the show (laughs) over the beer. How amazing
2: the show has been.
1: But this beer just feels very secondary. Feels like all the flavors that it promised, even the ones that I don't like, are neutralized. Yeah. You know, they're all worn down into this very palatable taste, which is. You know, speaks for something, but hey, it just you, doesn't. It could
2: be worse, I guess. Yes,
1: it could be a powerful <laughs> licorice beer. Yeah. You know, or and death by coconut. Yeah, one <laughs> which of the liked, two. But hey, was... I love coconut. Who am I to say? That? Um, but yeah, dude, this beer just feels very middle of the road, which, you know, it's just it's just something that you could order, you can drink maybe a few of, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna hit it with a six.
2: A six. Well, I'm gonna go a little above Chase and a little above you. I'm gonna go seven. um uh, seven for me is the middle of the road beer you know um it's good it's not great i think it's um i think it's a little it's gotten a little worse for me as it's opened up and gotten warmer it's almost like whenever i drink it now the alcohol has like a little bit of this like rubbing alcohol feel to it um yeah, and, and you know, nothing really particularly stands out in regards to a distinct flavor. You know, I I like the idea of a dark wit uh, or a dark wheat ale, uh, and I think that it I think it delivers respectfully, but not like impressively. So, um, if somebody wanted to try it, I would I would I would definitely say I've tried that and it's pretty good. If you like if you like dark beers and you want to try a wheat. Version of it, yeah, I have it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to recommend it. So seven.
1: Hmm. This is a pretty low-scoring beer that we've had. One yeah, of the lower. We At tend least to lately. rate pretty high, yeah. You know, but all the beers that we choose are always good. We've got good taste, you know. So it's just you know maybe the lower of the best, you know, which isn't a bad place to be.
2: We kind of fell off chase the uh, the idea that we were gonna proactively find crazy beers that we knew we wouldn't even like.
0: Yeah, we never really fall through with that.
2: (laughs) It's kind of hard to, like, make yourself drink shit that you know you're not going to (laughs) like. I think it would be funny, though.
1: Yeah, I guess that would would make it interesting. interesting. Let's try to find the shittiest beer. I think that's good. Maybe for witty banters that we're going to look for the shittiest beer we can. Or just a beer that we just don't (laughs)
2: like at all. But then when we find that one that's a gem, then that'll be, like, go-to, you know? That'll be perfect, you know? Well, boys been a pleasure yeah
1: i'm getting tired me too about to uh fall asleep under my microphone i'm already there yeah but just to reiterate okay <coughs> if you want to send any emails to the show that's witty banter at gmail.com you can follow me at probably max you can follow the show at witty banter show you can follow chase at bodacious chase
2: hunter when are you gonna get a twitter man don't worry about it bro <laughs> <laughs> i don't need it Better me really without real, it, yeah. But
1: until next time, boys. Pip pop,
0: pepe pop,